0: Hello and welcome to Soap Secrets. Now, hi Claire. Hi Hannah. We're going to talk about Coronation 3, aren't we? Yes. Because we always do. We always start with Corrie. Um, not a good week for Adam on any front.
1: No, Adam's Adam's had a really rough ride over the last over the last month or so because um, of his ex, Lydia. She was stalking him, and this week it all really, really blows up. So, firstly, Sarah tells him she's filing for divorce. Oh, my goodness me. Yes. Well, he's a bit out to lunch and all of this after everything he's done. He was hoping that she was thawing because she invited him to Harry's birthday party. Um, OK. <laughs> but that ship may well have sailed. No, I think that ship has <laughs> sailed. <laughs> I really think it has. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, she might just calm down. Really, Adam, really. I don't know what Sarah sees in him. Um, so, you know, so so this week he he meets up Uh, with Lydia, so, you know, he's trying to, trying to build bridges with her, she's, she's been stalking him, she's been, you know, we saw her uh, wreck her own flat and call the police and make out that he was, you know, abusing her, she is really upset and bitter about something, because what... He finds out though, doesn't he? This week, yes, he, um, he he had, he meets her up for a coffee in a, in a shopping centre, I'm guessing it's the Trafford Centre, we don't... Um, which would be really nice and uh, yeah so they have a they have a heart to heart and um, she's still angry and bitter and the secret comes out of what is really eating her and it really is eating her but Hannah you'll have to tune in to find out I'm not going to tell you <laughs> you're not going to tell me you know, are you no.
0: um, <laughs> I mean the, the, the thing is that the argument I mean it's
1: it's going to get nasty isn't it yes because um it, you know it continues outside of the coffee shop uh, into the shopping center and Lydia slaps and pushes Adam and he falls backwards over a balcony yes so so you know those multi-layered shopping centers you have a railing to stop you falling over so Mm. yes so he falls onto that and tips over and that's quite a fall because he's all the way down onto the floor below so and he hits Mm. his head so um has Lydia killed him oh my god that's like
0: Oh, <laughs> wow, okay. Big storyline this week, yeah. big storyline alert. Um, I don't think it's generally a good week for anyone, though, because
1: Gary's also having a bad time with it. Gary, Gary, Gary. He is just Mr... I don't know, he's sort of... Stuff sort of rolls off him. Well, this week, um, you know, he's taken in Kelly. Uh, and, yes. And him and Maria, they've been really good to Kelly, they have. Although, you, you know, Gary did kill her dad. Let's not forget that one. So... Yeah. Uh, Kelly's mum, Laura, asks him to become Kelly's guardian when she dies because Laura has, you know, she has cancer and it's terminal, sadly. Um, And she says that he has been more of a father to her than Rick ever was. So, you know, Kelly's really grown. We've seen her after the trial where she was found guilty and actually it was Corey that killed Abby's son. Um, She's really grown and she's, she's she's a really nice character now. I think she's bedding in really, really well. And, you know, it's... It's, it, it's you know, Kelly... Um, so Laura just wants the best for her daughter, as any mum would. Um, mm. And um, this week, Maria shows Gary the picture of the new site for the county football's training ground. And he's horrified to realise that is the spot where he moved Rick's body to. Uh-oh, this is a real mess. So why is it in in soaps they keep digging up dead bodies and moving them, Hannah?
0: I do. I don't. I don't. I don't know how they get away with it for so long. No.
1: So yeah, Rick was killed in 2019. So, anyway. got away with it for a long old time. <laughs> I know. So um, it's a really big mess. So he's really worried whether Rick's body is going to be found. And when Laura's PI, who you know Laura ha- hired a PI to try and find her husband, tells her he can find no trace of Rick and that he suspects that Rick is dead and that Gary is the prime suspect... Oh, wow, is he going to get his comeuppance? Well, Laura confronts mm-hmm. Gary. Will he admit he murdered Rick? No, of course he's not going to admit it. <laughs> Surely
0: not, but he might have to admit it at some point in the well, court
1: of law. So, uh, you know, here here we have Laura now and her PI going, look, he's not been spending any money. He's not been spending any money. And he, you know, and I cannot find any... any any trace of him he must be dead I mean these PIs they know what they're doing don't they Hannah so they do yeah Mm, I think yeah the thing is Gary is such a big part of the
0: soap I mean the idea of him you know going is is also weird well okay so (laughs) can Emmerdale live up to that this week because uh Corrie certainly is um but I would say yes because there's an absolutely massive storyline going on
1: isn't there yes so this is going to run, Hannah, it's going to really run this one for, for, for several months at least, at least. So we saw Rona had been trying to propose to Marlon, and Marlon had been trying to propose to Rona. So Rona proposed to Marlon by writing Marry Me in, um, in, in Straw Bales on a field, mm-hmm. but that didn't really work, because to be able to read it, you need to read it from above. <laughs> think that one through (laughs) no she didn't think that one through so then he tried to propose to her but uh, rona's mother mary interrupted so there's been lots of proposals that haven't quite come to fruition shall we say so uh, so this week they simultaneously propose at the same time and there's joy at last joy at last or is it (laughs) of course <laughs> it's, it's not It <laughs> it's,
0: can't be a happy engagement and wedding
1: No, because I think it's going to be snatched away So um, Marlon goes back to the smithy Because he forgot the ring Anyway, so he goes back to pick the ring up And suddenly his vision is impaired And he realises he's having a stroke Oh no So this is a really, this is, this is, this is a really big storyline for Emma down They're going to do this Marlon having a stroke properly really properly you know do everything correctly surgery
0: and stuff yes
1: yes Mm. so um so yeah so he so he falls to the ground um there's no one there april gets worried about her dad as she goes to um look for him and discovers him collapsed on the floor and calls for an ambulance so this is really Mm. really really serious um he's had a full-blown stroke um and at the hospital a shaky rona has to has to prepare marlon for surgery so he he he's confused and frightened and he can't speak and he wants to ask her to stay but you know he can't talk so we're mm. going to see all of this agony which lots and lots of families will will have had relate his, to yes yeah. relate to so um you know this is is going to have an impact on rona she bolts from the hospital room because she doesn't want to break down in front of him she wants to stay strong um yeah, will Marlon survive this? Oh my gosh, he has to. She's sure, always at the backbone of a well, he's, part of the backbone of the yeah, show. Yeah, he's a really popular character. Yeah. So you know, this is a stroke. I think they're going to do this properly, well. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, you know, people it will save other people's lives. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, that, yeah, the warning signs definitely, yes. and what to do if you, you know, if that is happening yeah. to. You. Oh, wow. So, gosh, two, two, two biggies there. Ho- yes. Can Hollyoaks live up to <laughs> um, Well, they've certainly got a new face joining.
1: Yes. Glynis Barber. Hooray. So, so we best know Glynis as Ronnie and Roxy's mum, Glenda, from EastEnders. Hmm. But uh, uh, some fans of, um, will remember her from Dempsey and Matepiece in the 1980s, because she, um, she was Matepiece. Yes, of course. And uh, She's been around the block. She's been around the <laughs> block. And uh, I think in the sort of um, 2000s, she was also the face of Oil of Ule. Is it now Oil of Ole? Oil of Olay. Oil of, to face Is it
0: changed, though? You're probably right. She was the face of Oil of Ule. Yeah. And then it becomes, I, I might even be wrong. <laughs> it shows how old I am. I know both the names. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Became oil of Olay. I was thinking of yes. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think you're she right. She probably
0: was the original.
1: Um So yeah.
0: and also so that that that's good. They they they're they're, they're, uh, they're bringing a new face. But yes. it, this week it's it's kind
1: of all John Paul, isn't it? Yes, it is. So we know you and I, Hannah, and the fans know that John Paul has um, has an alcohol dependency, and we saw him recently stash his supply in the school caretaker's cupboard. And mm. two students found it and got drunk, and there was, um, there was an issue there and he, he He went to save one of the students, who was terribly drunk, um, but he didn't admit that it was his alcohol. <laughs> right, so he okay. looked like he was the hero, but actually wasn't really so oh dear. <laughs> so I <laughs> know it's not as good as he he, he makes out. No, so this week no, not at all. <laughs> So this week he opens up to Prince about the reason for his dependency. So that, that's a big secret that's got to come out. And mm-hmm. Prince agrees to act as his guardian to help him, keep him, keep him on the straight and narrow. OK. No. And, and, and so it's, but John Paul is one of the teachers going on the campaign trip with some of the students, isn't he? On so the camping trip. Yeah. Cam- yeah. Yeah, on the camping trip. And um so you know it's camping and it's not it's we're not height the height of summer, so he's put on a puffer jacket and he finds a bottle of vodka inside. Will he take a sip? Oh. Um and as they set off, Paul Jean Paul is made the driver of the minibus. Oh no, 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 no. Yes, so somebody has to drive the minibus. <laughs> mm. And um, that's this is where it all starts to go wrong, Hannah, because the kids get rowdier and rowdier as they do Yeah. on a camping trip. Yeah, they're all excited. They're all excited. And then they get lost because that's what you do when you're trying to find a campsite in yep. the middle of nowhere. And sh- tragedy strikes as Jean-Paul's eyes begin to close and he loses control, Hannah, loses control of the minibus. Is he drunk? Is he, did he take some from the bus? Well, muscle, we then? don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he could be just shattered. Yeah. Hasn't taken a yeah. break. So he's oh, either, he's either no. drunk and... Yes, it, yeah, tiredness kills. You see those those messages. Yeah, so, yeah totally, totally. Yeah. So it's a complete mess. What's the damage? I mean, yeah. is it just awful? So the paramedics are called, uh, the students are taken to hospital, but Olivia is nowhere to be found. And then Jean-Paul makes an unsettling discovery. Oh. You leave us on that cliffhanger, won't you? Yes. I feel it now. (laughs) It's always unsettling discoveries, though, in Hollyoaks, aren't there? It's true. (laughs) And it's never what you expect, either. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, finally, EastEnders. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it took a long time,
1: but we discovered that Grey also killed Cush. I mean, Cush has sort of been forgotten for a while. I know, love him. He was very majorly forgotten, wasn't he? Very majorly, (laughs) and you know, this we've forgotten in all of this that Arthur Stacey's son is also Cush's son. Yes, of course. So, so you know, it does actually. There is a big impact for. This is another horrible conversation. I
0: mean, we saw the horrible conversation before, didn't we? Yes, with Mac and Mia, letting the children know. Oh, it's awful.
1: Yes, so so now this week, um, you know, Stacey's going to have to tell little, little Arthur that, you know, his dad was murdered. He didn't just accidentally fall in front of a tube train. So, yes, really, really big. Yeah. And, uh, and then in other shocking news, Hannah, the item that was in the parcel for Cat. I said I didn't think it was... You used. said to watch this, didn't I'd you? Take note of the package. Yes, I said I didn't think it was chocolates, didn't I? You did say that, yeah. Yeah, it of contained it contained a gun.
0: Wow, this is totally dodgy. Indeed. I mean, I mean, anyone having sent a package with a gun no. is totally dodgy, but this is really dodgy. Yes,
1: and I'm pretty sure that gun is illegal. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. And Gan uh, and Cat has a house full of children. Shouldn't really yeah. have a gun in the house with children. No, I don't suppose not. she has a gun cupboard that's locked.
0: No, don't suppose she's got a license. No, none uh, of the above. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Tommy's been bullied at school. We have to think about that. Yeah. And, um, and I suspect Kat's probably handled it with um, naked hands, with ungloved hands. So, uh, so her fingerprints are all over it. Too. I would suggest her fingerprints are all over it, yes. So, oh, um, oh dear. and somebody is meant to pick the package up. Really, like whom? It's like it, who? Yeah. So that's about as that's about the. Oh, that's so dodgy, isn't it? So dodgy, so so dodgy. She's going to be majorly stressed out. Yeah. Is she yeah. going to cope with all this? I mean, she's pretty resilient, old cat. Yeah. Isn't she? yeah. So I just think that that's quite interesting because I think that if she has handled it with naked hands, I think you know, a year down the line, six months down the line, there might be another storyline coming out of this. What do you think? I think there
0: almost has to be. I mean, I think they're sort of teeing up something here, yeah. aren't they? Because the grey ones come to an end, so they need something else that's big. So, yeah, abs- you yeah. know, this is this is teeing something up that's big that's
1: going to run and run. Yeah. because if that gun is used I- illegally, which obviously it, it, that's why it was sent to her, so, yeah. so that yeah. you know it's not traced to the person it wants to go to. Um, it's going to be used for illegal stuff, and yeah, so. Oh, dear. And, and while all
0: that's going on, Stacey's sort of at play this week because she's she's worrying a lot. Well, not only about her son, Arthur, because of the news of you know, his dad's death, but she's also worried about Jean
1: and her mental health. Yes. So we've seen Jean. She's, she's on a high because Jean is, is bipolar. And, and um, so she's on a high at the moment. Um, mm. and um, so very high. <laughs> so she booked a bouncy castle for the kids and um, stuck it in the market and blocked access to the market, so she didn't really think this one through, and she's just having too much fun, and she's on the bouncy castle, bouncing along with the kids, and she says to Harvey, you know, please join me on it, and he does join her on it, said so both mm. of them are bouncing on this bouncy castle, and Stacey's really concerned that, Harvey doesn't really understand his mum's her, her mum's condition mm. because he really needed to be calming her down a bit because I think very probably she must be coming off this high shortly yeah well that's
0: the worry isn't it and then yeah. she a
1: crash yes yes and you mm. know Stacey knows that and we we, we know she has this, this issue and I think perhaps Harvey's not dealt with it before and it's going to be a big shock to him
0: yeah and and I again I think it's a relatable thing lots of people live with it and can see it and you know they're playing it out and and what that looks like in a day to day you know or the impact it has on the people surrounding
1: yeah
0: well there you have it another great week in Soap World Um, we are going to be back next week um, with with all the gossip finding out exactly what the storyline is in EastEnders involving Cat and Phil so I imagine it's going to be big but until then have a great week